Jazzcast Pros. Laugh and the world laughs with you. Snore and you sleep alone. Anthony Burgess. On today's episode of the Doze Podcast, we're slipping into a place that when the lights go out, often becomes the echo chamber for an unwelcome serenade, the bedroom, where snoring takes the lead. We're dialing in on the involuntary nightly solo that can shock you awake and lead to bad moods and brain fog. It's the punchline to countless jokes, but when the laughter fades, the reality sets in. Snoring is no laughing matter for the sleep-deprived. Today, I'm going to peel back the layers on why snoring happens and arm you with a toolbox of strategies for restoring the quiet. I'm about to flip the script on the night's least favorite tune, press the mute button on snoring, and fast forward to silent nights. Hello, my fellow sleep enthusiasts. This is the Doze Podcast, the short and sweet of what you need to know to transform your sleep. I'm your host, Soda Kuchkowski, your trusted sleep coach and guide to help you optimize your day so that you can take back your night. In our time together today, I want to zero in on snoring, that unsolicited nocturnal mixtape that keeps playing on repeat. While it's often the butt of jokes, for many, it's a genuine nuisance, the very thing that has some of us reaching for earplugs at 2 o'clock in the morning. In our time together, we'll explore not just the why, but how to manage it to restore the silence. So get comfortable, adjust your pillows, and settle in as we turn down the volume on snoring and turn up the dial on your knowledge by providing you actionable solutions to promote a more serene and uninterrupted sleep. So what exactly causes snoring? Understanding the specific reasons behind your snoring is essential for effectively reducing it. What happens when you're snoring is the flow of air through your nose and throat is partially blocked during sleep. And there are a few things that can block up your breathing at night. First, the anatomy or the structure of your throat. This happens if you have a narrow airway or a thick, soft palate, which can narrow the airway. And large tonsils or adenoids can also block the airway. Your sleep position. Lying on your back can cause the tongue to move to the back of the throat, which can partly block the airflow. Your muscle tone. During deep sleep, muscles in the roof of the mouth, that soft palate, tongue, and throat can relax enough to partially block the airway. We often see this as a result of too much alcohol consumption, as drinking alcohol can relax the throat muscles, increasing the risk for snoring. So if you've ever been overserved or had a little bit too much to drink, you may have experienced this. It happens to my husband every time he drinks, <laughs> which sometimes leads to a sleep divorce, a future fun episode I will host on the trials and tribulations of sleeping apart when needed. Your snoring. It can be caused by nasal problems, chronic nasal congestion, or a deviated septum. Obesity can be a factor, as excess body weight, especially around the neck, can put pressure on the airway, causing it to narrow. Your age. As you reach middle age and beyond, your throat becomes narrower and the muscle tone in your throat decreases. We see this often in women because of hormonal fluctuations, which can lead to not only snoring, but sleep breathing disorders. The older we get, the more likely we are to snore. And last, sleep disorders such as obstructive sleep apnea, which is more than just a noisy inconvenience. It can be a sign of a more serious condition. It happens when the throat tissues partially or completely block the airway, preventing you from breathing and causes snoring. It's been linked to safety issues and medical conditions as it can raise the risk for things like heart disease, diabetes, stroke, and depression. The signs and red flags you should look for are those nighttime snorts or grunts, choking or gasping, but most importantly, it's those pauses in breathing that they're looking for, where breathing stops altogether. If you experience or witness this, it's advised that you get a sleep study to determine if sleep apnea is present and to explore your best sleep therapy options. It's important to know and identify what type of snorer you are to find the best solutions for minimizing or eliminating it. 
So what type of snore are you? Do you know? Are you a nasal snore? Maybe a mouth breather? Or perhaps a tongue-based snore? Figuring out your snoring type is the first step towards a targeted natural remedy. There are several types of snorers, each associated with different physiological reasons for snoring. Knowing your type helps you determine what to try. There are nasal snores. If this is you, you may snore due to obstructions or blockage in the nasal passage, which could be due to a deviated septum, nasal polyps, or congestion from allergies or colds. If you're a mouth breather, this type of snoring occurs when you breathe through your mouth instead of your nose during sleep, and it often occurs because there's a blockage of the nasal passages or enlarged tonsils or adenoids. Are you a tongue-based snorer? This occurs when the tongue falls back into the throat while sleeping on your back, blocking the airway. Or could you have a vibrating palate? If the soft palate or uvula, that dangling tissue at the back of the throat, are the culprits, they can vibrate during breathing, leading to snoring. Or is your snoring multifactorial? You may have a combination of factors contributing to your snoring, such as weight, age, and the anatomy of the airways, which requires a more comprehensive approach to treatments. Each of these types of snorers have been given various humorous nicknames to describe them over the years. So let's see if we can match yours up. The freight train. This is the loudest of snorers whose resounding snores could easily be mistaken for a passing locomotive, a train. The wood chipper. If your snoring sounds like heavy machinery grinding away, often with sudden shifts in pitch and intensity, it might be a wood chipper. The chainsaw. If your snoring is exceptionally loud and aggressive, a consistent high-pitched noise that resembles the sound of saw cutting through wood, this may be you. Or is it softer like the whistler? This refers to the snoring that includes whistling sounds often due to a particularly narrow nasal passage or blockage. Or are you the foghorn? Do you have the deep bellowing that's reminiscent of a ship's foghorn? Did you find one that you identify with? Each type may have different remedies and interventions. For some, lifestyle changes may significantly help. However, if it's a persistent, loud, and disruptive snoring, and you snore no matter what, you want to consider getting evaluated by a healthcare professional to rule out sleep apnea or other sleep-related breathing disorders. Again, it's the pauses in breathing that is a cause for concern. So how do you stop the snore? For our nasal snorers, something as simple as a humidifier or nose dilator can pave the way to tranquility. For mouth snorers, positional therapy or using a pillow or inclined mattress could be your ticket to silence. And for our tongue-based audience, you can explore the wonders of playing the diggery-doo or myofunctional therapy to improve breathing. There are many factors that can contribute to snoring, and you may need to try a few to get it just right. So let's jump into some of the solutions. Let's start by setting up your bedroom. It has more to do with snoring than you think. A big one is air quality. I always say that even if you don't dust any other part of your home, the bedroom is a must, especially if you have pets. It's often best to have a bare floor, think hardwood with an area rug, as even shampooing doesn't get all the pet dander out. Poor air quality can irritate your nasal passages and throat, leading to increased snoring. Allergens like dust, pollen, or pet dander in the bedroom can cause congestion and swell the tissues in your throat, making the space for air to pass through narrower and more prone to vibrations that we hear as snoring. Ensuring good air quality might involve using things like air purifiers to remove allergens and pollutants or humidifiers to maintain optimal humidity levels. That's another important thing you could do. I would aim for 40 to 50%, which can prevent dryness that can lead to snoring. Keeping the bedroom clean, free from dust, and well-ventilated are also important steps. All of these can contribute to a fresher breathing environment, potentially reducing snoring and improving overall sleep quality. 
Next, keeping the door open. My firefighters disagree with me on this one, but it improves air circulation, helps with temperature regulation, and lowers carbon dioxide levels. Higher CO2 levels can make the air stuffy and lower the quality of your sleep. It can make you breathe more deeply or rapidly to get enough oxygen, which could create more turbulence in your airways, possibly leading to snoring. It can also lead to airway inflammation. Poor air quality and higher CO2 levels could potentially cause mild inflammation or irritation in your airways, which could narrow them and make snoring more likely. The use of essential oils, specifically peppermint oil or eucalyptus, which may reduce swelling in the nasal passages. They're concentrated liquid extracts from plants. They're sold in small bottles and used in a diffuser. When you breathe in essential oils, the scent molecules travel from the olfactory nerves directly to the brain and especially impact the amygdala, the emotional center of the brain. They can also affect the respiratory system directly. Just a side note, at The Doze, we've created a four-in-one, which is a diffuser, humidifier, sound machine, and amber light, all in one conveniently, beautifully designed unit. We carry it in both black and white, and you can get yours by going to thedoze.co. We also have a product called Breathe Bomb. It's an all-natural alternative to vapor rub, made up of organic coconut oil and a blend of therapeutic essential oils. It's essential in reducing inflammation of the sinus passages, opening airways to reduce respiratory issues and snoring. You need just a dab. Just put it on right before sleep in a circular motion on your chest. It's a client favorite with many favorable results, including reducing or eliminating the snore in many cases. Next up, your sleep position can affect snoring. This is when you or your beloved may be sleeping on your back and one of you gets an elbow to the neck or side, you turn over, and the snoring ceases. This is what is known as positional sleep apnea. So optimizing your sleep position can minimize and eliminate it. There are some things that are considered incline therapy, such as pillow elevation. Elevating the head with a wedge pillow can help open up the airways. Having an adjustable bed mattress, it can reduce the symptoms of sleep apnea. Research in an anti-snoring bed pilot study in 2020 found that when individuals who snored regularly tilted their upper halves, that snoring stopped. The results showed a reduction in 67% of people who tilted to 20 degrees. There are also pillows that you can wrap around yourself, like the Zoma. I think I'm saying that right. That will help gently guide you off your back. There is an old-school remedy for putting a tennis ball to prevent you from sleeping on your back, but I'm not a fan of recommending that. I mean, how uncomfortable is that? No one wants a hard object piercing them in the back during sleep. I think there are gentler ways to help you retrain yourself to sleep in a different position. There are also some lifestyle tweaks for more quieter nights. Weight loss, for instance. Even a small reduction in weight can help open up the throat area. Body weight can have a considerable impact on snoring. As excess weight can partially block around the the neck and can tighten the airway, increasing the likelihood and intensity of your snoring. This is because the additional tissue can put pressure on the air passages, making it more difficult for air to flow freely. Cutting back on alcohol. I know, it's football season. Go Bills. But alcohol relaxes the throat muscles, leading to increased snoring. You need to create balance, so we recommend to stop drinking at least two to three hours before bed and to balance what you're drinking with an equal glass of water, which leads me to my next solution, hydration. One of the most overlooked is dehydration, not getting enough water intake. Dehydration can lead to mucus buildup in the throat and can lead to dryness in the throat and nasal passages, which can lead to snoring and dry mouth. Add drinking water to your day, especially as we're now having the heat on, which can lead to additional dry air. Hydration is one of those things that people just really overlook. And we drink a lot of different liquids throughout the day, but you need to make sure that you're drinking water every single day. Some other daytime practices for nighttime peace 
include, of course, getting regular exercise and quitting smoking, as it can worsen snoring by irritating the lining of the nasal cavity in the throat. Clearing your nasal passages. Simple techniques like nasal rinses or using nasal strips. They're non-invasive and medication-free, but there are some cons. Some people may experience skin irritation or an allergic reaction to the adhesive used in these types of strips. They're also best suited for those with nasal blockage. An alternative that I favor and I recommend is called the Mute Nose Dilator. It's a small plastic piece with two small rings. It comes in different sizes, and it opens up your nostrils gently. It sits comfortably at the base of your nose, opening up your nostrils, and helps increase airflow and improve breathing, resulting in less snoring. And it's the one we carry at the Doze as it's best rated for snoring. It has been a client favorite since it hit the market. Another snore remedy to try dates back thousands of years and is based on Ayurvedic medicine, a system of ancient India, which involves lubricating the nasal passages with sesame oil or ghee, which is a type of clarified butter to help silence snoring. You can find both at your local grocery store, but of course, always test for allergies before trying something new. Your diet and nutrition can play a factor in snoring. Eating a diet in anti-inflammatory foods can alleviate swelling in the airways. This includes fried foods, foods high in sugar, commercial baked goods, and processed meats. While there isn't one specific anti-inflammatory diet, the Mediterranean diet may be the most beneficial in helping you with getting inflammation under control as it emphasizes omega-3s, vitamin C, and fiber-rich foods. You may also consider the use of supplements as research finds that most Americans don't get enough vitamins and minerals in their diets, and it can help promote respiratory health. Those recommended for snoring include vitamin C, vitamin E, and vitamin D. There's actually research that has linked low levels of vitamin D with sleep-disordered breathing. So if you suspect that you do have sleep apnea or you know you have sleep apnea, you should consider checking your levels at your next annual visit with your physician. So that way you can make the determination together as to what is most appropriate for you and if you're going to supplement, what is the right dosage. So that being said, I do have a recommendation for you to try. Drinking ginger tea with honey. Now, ginger serves a dual purpose as both an anti-inflammatory and an antibacterial agent. Additionally, it stimulates the production of saliva, helping to soothe the throat and consequently offering relief from snoring. And honey is similar in this way. It also has anti-inflammatory properties and coats the throat, reducing snoring vibrations. Which leads me to my next tip, avoiding heavy meals before bed. As eating large meals or certain types of food can increase snoring. For those of you who are shift workers, smaller meals throughout the shift are better than one large meal at the end. And if you're someone who likes to snack at night, there are some sleep-friendly choices such as a handful of unsalted nuts or seeds. For instance, pistachios, which naturally contain the highest amount of melatonin, or cashews or walnuts are also a good choice as you don't want to go to bed with that grumbling tummy either. So on that point, also looking to avoid dairy. It may be helpful. Now, this doesn't necessarily affect everyone in the same way, but for many, it can increase your mucus production, causing inflammation in the airways or exasperate acid reflux, which, of course, can lead to snoring. So skip the bowl of ice cream too close to bed if snoring is an issue for you. And last, there are some alternative remedies and aids you may not have heard of that you can try, such as acupuncture and acupressure. They are traditional Chinese medicine practices that have been used to treat a variety of ailments, including snoring. They both aim to restore health and balance by influencing the body's energy flow, or qi. Some acupuncture treatments target points believed to stimulate the muscles around the airway, which can help reduce snoring or prevent airway collapse during sleep. Acupressure, on the other hand, 
does not use needles. Instead, it involves applying pressure to specific points on the body with fingers, hands, or special devices. It can be done at home as part of a nightly routine, potentially reducing snoring by relaxing the body and improving circulation. There are videos you can find by Googling it, but I will link some below for your reference. Of course, breathing exercises. There are more specific techniques that can help manage snoring. We'll discuss this more in depth in another episode as breathing is a critical component of sleep, not only because it's an essential life function, but also because the way we breathe can significantly impact the quality of our sleep. How we breathe during the day also impacts our breath at night. In yoga, yoga can be an effective tool for managing and reducing snoring. It's not just a form of physical exercise, but also incorporates breath control, meditation, and the practice of specific body postures. There is a pose called the lion pose that you could try. In this position, you start by kneeling on the mat. You lean back, allowing your hips to rest on your heels. You place your palms in the space between your knees, fingers spread apart. Then gently tilt your head back and take breaths. This posture has been known to enhance the airway passage, potentially reducing snoring. Again, I'll add a link for your reference below. Which leads me to throat exercises that can help strengthen the muscles of the upper airway, often referred to as myofunctional therapy or myofacial exercises. They're exercises that aim to strengthen and tone your muscles, which can help keep the airways open during sleep and reduce snoring. Current research indicates that it can decrease your AHI, the apnea hypotenea index. That's the score you receive when being diagnosed with sleep apnea by approximately 50% in adults and 62% in children. Tongue exercises. Two of the most common often used to minimize snoring are the tongue slide, which involves sliding the tongue back along the roof of the mouth as far as it can go, which can strengthen the muscles in the upper throat. And tongue strengthening, where you push the tongue against the roof of the mouth and hold it in place to build strength in the tongue muscles. I plan on having a specialist on for a future podcast to share more about this. Also, when I start interviewing, we will be changing to video so that we can demonstrate and show you more of what you need to know to sleep your best. Which brings me to the diggeridoo. It's an instrument that originated in Australia and is thought to be one of the oldest instruments in history. Essentially, it's a hollowed out piece of wood that you play with your mouth to create music. A 2009 Brazilian study found that learning to play the diggeridoo, which involves a circular breathing technique of inhaling through the nose while simultaneously exhaling through the mouth, could mildly improve sleep apnea by strengthening the upper airway muscles and helping prevent their collapse during sleep. I have listed a great video by a local TMJ specialist in my area, Dr. Jeffrey Dolgos, who shares his take on the instrument so you can see it, hear it, and learn if it may be something you want to try. Now, I know you might be asking yourself, what about over-the-counter mouth guards or mouth taping? So here are my thoughts. While they do encourage nasal breathing during sleep, which can reduce snoring, they're not for everybody, especially for those with sleep apnea. I do not believe it should be used until you've ruled out a breathing sleep disorder. It should only be used if you can effectively and comfortably breathe through your nose. So I would consider all the environmental factors first, and if you're going that route, I would proceed with caution. And as for over-the-counter mouth guards for snoring, again, not for everyone, as they pose a risk to jaw discomfort and teeth movement. I would speak to your dentist at your next cleaning to find out what they think you need based on your unique situation and before you venture down that route. Which brings me to the crucial question, When does snoring warrant a tap on the shoulder of a sleep specialist? Well, you have to distinguish between occasional snoring and problematic snoring. If your snoring is frequent and extremely loud, 
It can damage the air passage from the nose to the throat, potentially leading to difficulties with swallowing and severe sleep apnea. The natural remedies I provided you can minimize and even eliminate snoring in some cases. But if you have those pauses in breathing, you want to make sure that you're getting that checked out. As a reminder, we do now offer sleep testing. You can go to thedose.co and you can test in the comfort of your home and then you can decide for yourself based on your results. Which leads me to my tips and tools of the week, which can all be found on our website. To start, I'm giving you a free cheat sheet with a list of everything I've talked about today to finally stop the snore. Go to the doze.co website to download it. Next, there are some products that can provide you some relief. You can check out our Breathe Bomb, Mute Nose Dilator, or our 4-in-1, the Diffuser, Humidifier, Sound Machine, and Nightlight, all-in-one if you're looking for natural tools to help you with snoring on our shop page. I've also provided links to each in the show notes. Do you think your snore is a more serious issue? We have the availability now to provide home sleep testing. You can go to thedose.co to order yours directly delivered to your home. It's a multi-night option, so you can track your snoring over the course of a week or even longer. It can help you determine if you have a sleep disorder, but it also can give you the opportunity to test out some of the tips I provided you to see if they provide you some relief and can improve your overall sleep quality. So whether your snore is a gentle purr or a mighty roar, I hope you found value in our time together today and that I provided you with some useful insights to guide you through natural solutions and professional advice about how to finally stop the snore. Until next time, thank you for listening. I'm back every Wednesday with a new episode ready to share my knowledge and empower you to take control of your sleep. If you've enjoyed what you heard, please subscribe to The Doze Podcast. I still have lots more to share with you as we work together towards creating solutions around your unique sleep challenges and needs. Until then, remember, you are pure potential if you change how well you sleep.